for a single soul. Reaching a further and stepping in closer. Hello, it's good to be with you on this Sunday. Uh, this is the day that the Lord hath made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. It's that call to look at the Lord on this Sunday. I pray that it uh, is a day that you will have had time to spend with the Lord in a special relationship. Now, I want to share with you a memory that I have. Um, there are always those people who are watching us. They're looking at us to see what we're all about. Well, it was uh, a group of counselors in a junior day camp. Early in my ministry, I had responsibility to put this together. So we had about 50 to 60 young children running around and, and 10 or so counselors that were overseeing them, that were giving them leadership. They were playing with them. They would go out and run around. At the end of each week, we would go camping somewhere on a Thursday night to Friday. And I would have a, a meal for them prepared. It, it, and this evening, the one I'm thinking of was a, a hot dog and, and baked potato. Uh, no, not baked potato. I'm sorry, potato salad and barbecue beans. But you know, as children in 9, 10, 11 years old, they always laugh about the beans. You know, the beans, ha, ha, ha. Well, I told the counselors, that I want them to work an experiment with me. Now I put brown sugar and onions in the barbecue beans and made them really tasty. So that as the counselors, what they were to do was to take a bowl of the beans and as they were eating them, comment about how good those beans were. And they really liked it. And they would go back for seconds. And we watched the children move from poking fun at eating beans to offering or asking, can we have some beans? Can we get that? And afterwards, later, at, as we were debriefing over the week, I pointed out to the counselors how important their life was, how their example changed the attitude of the children. My question is, who's going to be watching you? Today, as we hear God's Word from Luke chapter 14, beginning at verse 1, I pray the Holy Spirit speaks to each of us. Luke chapter 14, verses 1 through 14. One Sabbath, when Jesus went to eat in the house of a prominent Pharisee, he was being carefully watched. There in front of him was a man suffering from abnormal swelling of his body. Jesus asked the Pharisees and experts in the law, Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath or not? But they remained silent. So taking hold of the man, he healed him and sent him on his way. 
Then he asked them, "If one of you has a child or an ox that falls into a well on the Sabbath day, will you not immediately pull it out?" And they had nothing to say. When he noticed how the guests picked the places of honor at the table, he told them this parable. When someone invites you to a wedding feast, do not take the place of honor, for a person more distinguished than you may have been invited. If so, the host who invited both of you will come and say to you, "Give this person your seat." Then, humiliated, you will have to take the least important place. But when you are invited, take the lowest place, so that when your host comes, he will say to you, "Friend, move up to a better place." Then you will be honored in the presence of all the other guests. For all those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. Then Jesus said to his hosts, "When you give a luncheon or dinner, do not invite your friends, your brothers or sisters, your relatives, or your rich neighbors. If you do, they may invite you back, and so you will be repaid. But when you give a banquet, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, the blind." And you will be blessed. Although they cannot repay you, you will be repaid at the resurrection of the righteous. As we see in this first verse,、uh, Jesus was、uh, invited to a dinner on the Sabbath day, and as he went to eat in the house of a prominent Pharisee, he was being carefully watched. Well, why was this? Well, for things that happened that there had been. Question whether Jesus really was a good person because he didn't seem to follow the rules and regulations all of the time, and so he was being watched. You see, he had healed six times before in the book of Luke. Those people around him, and at this event, there was a gentleman who had、uh, a problem. He says、uh, there in front of him was a man suffering from abnormal. Swelling, that his body was struggling. Now at this point,、uh, Jesus recognized that there was going to be a problem. I wonder if the gentleman was a, a setup, if those Pharisees wanted to catch Jesus healing again on the Sabbath, so they invited this person who had a struggle. Now Jesus confronted them. And he asked them questions about, you know, is it lawful to do good on the Sabbath? You know, and so when is it lawful to do good? And in this, he questions.、Uh, Jesus asked the Pharisees and experts of the law, is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath or not? But they kept quiet. Verse five. Then he asked them, if one of you has a child or an ox that falls into a well on the Sabbath day, will you not immediately pull it out? And they had nothing to say. For you see, rules and regulations were more important to them than the critical nature of love and compassion, which Jesus Christ showed every time in his ministry. He was driven by love. He had compassion on those who had need, and it was lacking in those Pharisees. They were wrapped up in the rules. My question sometimes is: In、uh, Southern California, here, there was a gentleman who had a、uh, ministry down in an area called Costa Mesa, and it was to a bunch of surfers. It was a bunch of people off the beach, and he、uh, 
invited them in on Sunday evenings to come into the church, into the sanctuary, and they could hear him share and open God's word. And, and he had a wonderful way of uh, showing love to these people. His name was Chuck Smith, and it was the beginning of Calvary Chapel. But there were problems at the beginning, for you see, there were the trustees who oversaw the building. They oversaw the, 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 the sanctuary. They oversaw the doors and the pews and the carpeting, and they were bothered by all those people dragging sand in, into the sanctuary. And so they came to Chuck and told him, this, this isn't acceptable. We're having a problem. Do you know what Chuck Smith did? That next week, he had all of the carpet torn up, taken out of the sanctuary, so there wasn't a problem of sand in the carpet anymore. But the ministry at Calvary Chapel and Maranatha Music exploded during the 70s. It was a time when the Lord was really moving in the lives of people through the ministry of Chuck Smith, who was willing to show love and compassion more than rules and regulations. What drives you? What's important to you in your life? He goes on here, Jesus does in this passage, and he uh, challenges folks that, that they should not think too much about themselves. Because when they were invited to a dinner, and this was a section here starting in verse 7, where if they thought highly of themselves and they thought they were important, they would rush to get that best seat in the house. But Jesus warns them, don't do that. Because the, the host may have invited a more important person. And when that other person arrives, Jesus or the host would need to go to you and say, Oh, I'm sorry, could you step aside? I had an experience at my son's wedding where some of our relatives who uh, we RSVP'd and asked them to tell us if they were coming or not. And on the wedding day, we had ordered certain amount of meals, certain amount of food for the people who were the guests who RSVP'd. This um, relative brought their two children, and each of those children brought a significant someone. And so they brought much more than we were able to accommodate. So I had to go to them and thank them for coming to the wedding, but let them know they had not RSVP'd to the dinner. At a point in our lives, we need to be ready to be humble before the Lord. We need to do what He calls on us to do, but not let it be the one that drives us. Don't let it be the, the regulation. Let love and compassion be that which guides us. I pray today we would find that in our lives, the example of Jesus Christ. The point that Jesus is trying to make really comes to bear here in verse 11. It says, For all those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. If you recall, said, though, Jesus said, those who are first will be last, 
and the last will be first. The issue of our wanting to find a better place or a, a prominent place. Be humble. Let the Lord raise us up. Um, he then goes on to express how important it is to invite those who aren't always going to return the blessing to us. Those family members or, or co-workers that if we invite them, they'll invite us. He challenges to invite those who can't. Today on the way here, on the freeway, there was a gentleman on the side of the road. And I carry cans of Spam and bottles of water. And I gave to him a can of Spam and some water. And I'll never see him again. God calls us to do things for people that are not going to be able to repay us in like. So I challenge you today. Who will you bless and not expect to receive a blessing back from? Let me pray. Heavenly Father, you have blessed us so much. May we be loving and compassionate to those who we cross paths with to be able to give them a blessing today. May we not seek to find someone who will return the favor. Lord, guide us in our walk with you today. In Jesus' name, amen. For a Vicinha, guarda, é stepping in prosa. Sim, sim.